welcome to the After Lights Out podcast. I'm Melissa and as always I'm joined with the lovely Annika. Hello. She and I will be talking about the very chaotic, I think is probably the best word to use, Azerbaijan Grand Prix. And that was basically me saying the name of the Grand Prix. Anyway, we're back at Well Done Baku after missing it last year because of COVID. Yeah. Yeah. It did not disappoint. No. It was oh my god, it was a great comeback. Simultaneously, like the middle is a blur, but everything at the start and at the end was like exciting as hell. Yep. I would love to be able to watch that race again for the first time just because of how shocking <laughs> everything because uh, yeah, my my reactions I know were like fucking fantastic. I should have like filmed my live reactions or something, because I think they would have been funny. I was <laughs> panicked. <laughs> But obviously we can talk more about that as we actually yeah, get to the race absolutely. because the weekend doesn't start on Sunday. It starts on Friday. Um, actually, it starts on Thursday and Valtteri Bottas uh, <laughs> almost, he missed his flight. <laughs> I feel like if that was like a foreshadowing of how his weekend was going to go, because um, obviously he had terrible luck. <laughs> I don't know who he offended in a past life to um, warrant this luck or not luck. <laughs> unlucky but at the same time i don't pity him (laughs) i'm just a mean person no i'm starting to i feel really bad for him i don't think he deserves that mercedes seat anymore but i do still feel bad for him as a person oh i do not in the slightest i think that's why i shouldn't voice my opinions too strongly because they are i'm a mean person sometimes i don't mean to be but um it's just i get passionate and it's fun. <laughs> it's fun to make fun of him. <laughs> well, speaking speaking of passionate and making fun of drivers, mm-hmm. my the next message right down is me going, why the hell do all the drivers have those... <laughs> excuse my language here because there's no other way to say it. They all have those fuckboy bracelets. Those, like, threaded ones that you buy when you're in a... It's an F-boy. Yeah, an F-boy. Like, when you buy... When you go to, like freaking holiday in Greece and you're like oh I'm gonna get this bracelet and you know put it on my ankle and they all have it on their wrist and it's all like and then they wear their like freaking how expensive are those watches like hundreds of thousands of dollars euros pounds whatever currency you guys are in it's like a two pound bracelet with like a thousand pound watch it just doesn't it's it's probably not two pound they're probably they probably paid like a good 200 quid for them knowing the drive no they're probably like somehow laced with gold or something and like got gold threads <laughs> or something that's actually 18 karat gold. Oh, they're like gold. real leather made from a cow that was found on the highest of mountains in the... Yeah, something like that. And then and then I saw like <laughs> Mick's, Mick has like some weird surfer necklace that's got like leather straps oh, no. and like some weird like silver pendant of some sort that looks vaguely, you know, cowabunga dude. You know, in there, and it's just the most. <laughs> He's a surfer boy. <laughs> I'm so confused because I swear to you, this does not happen in Australia. We stop wearing those, and I don't know. <laughs> it's a Europe thing. It must be. <laughs> what is wrong? With it this? is. I know too many. I too. I know too many people with it. It's because we're all missing the holidays. We can't go on holiday, and so we're missing it. Um, and by doing that, we're just wearing leather bracelets. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. You're wearing friendship bracelets. <laughs> Anyway, I just thought I'd noted, 
that. Like Max, Lando, Pierre, like Charles, they all wear them. All the young ones. All the young ones. The young, cool ones. They're so, so cool. No, I feel like Checo wears one. He's like a cool dad. Oh, he is. I used to like be slightly mean to him just because um, I was still salty about the whole Force India thing back in like 2018, yeah. was it? It must have been. I'm still like, I was still like slightly salty because Esteban Ocon lost his seat and like they were like rivals and he like forced Esteban off the track in Singapore and I was like, this is wrong. Ah, anger. And now I'm not angry anymore because he's at Red Bull and I like Red Bull. So. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, that's all the pre-race weekend stuff that i wanted to say yeah i don't think there was anything else that happened before the weekend um there was uh singapore got cancelled oh yeah i was really looking forward to singapore as well and i know a few people in the discord were as well like just really really looking forward to it and that's really annoying the more races are getting cancelled the more like nervous i'm getting up because i'm like please please for the love of jesus christ like melbourne do not get cancelled please i'm just like begging Anywho. Uh, so Friday, the practice session, it it was okay. I don't think much happened in the first practice session. Um, no, it was just like a, a good indicator of turn 15 was going to be a bitch for the rest of the weekend. Yeah. And it- It was, it was. I just went, Ayo, WTF, Ricardo's fifth. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my god, he's ahead of Lando. This is going to like set him up so well for the weekend. He's gonna like completely ace the weekend and then unfortunately no. no. <laughs> but we just had the typical like it was pretty standard in the fact that, you know, Red Bulls were up there, um, the Ferraris were back up there, which was cool. The only thing that was out of place in FP one I felt like was Mercedes. Mercedes were in P seven oh, yeah, and P nine, I think. P ten. So it's just like are they playing with us? They did a little bit, but I don't think it was too much playing because they were quite slow in the next practice session. Um, FP2, there was a little bump for um, Charlie Boy. Um, yeah, Charlie Boy had a little bit of a oopsie Charlie moment. Charlie Boy! <laughs> um, but yeah, um, turn 15 was a problem. Uh, turn 4 was also a problem for some drivers, but they had the same wind. So like there was a tail, I think there must have been like a tailwind. I think sure. is what I, the term I heard. <laughs> I did hear it was windy. It was, it was, I mean, they border the Caspian Sea, and so obviously it's going to be a bit of a breezy place to be. It's like going down to the seaside. Yeah, a few little spins at turn 16 as well, like they just went on off off the track for a little bit. Anyway, um, also in FB2, Latifi's engine dies, and Mick also got a problem. Mick had a problem with oil pressure. That is preventing him from running at the moment, which is what our lovely Emily wrote. So Mick stayed in (laughs) the pit lane. What's it? The garage. That's it. Garage. Sorry. The garage. Garage. (laughs) I was about to call you out then. I know. It sounds (laughs) way worse saying garage. (laughs) Garage. (laughs) It sounds so much nicer. So he stayed, he stayed, he stayed in there. (laughs) Let's just say that. He stayed in there for a bit trying to fix it. For the remaining time of FP2. Um, but in the meantime, Leclerc ran into turn 15, the barriers at turn 15, with a lockup. So he brought out the virtual safety car, which ruined a lot of flan lamps. Um, but, you know, bright side is Mick and Leclerc managed to get back out onto the tracks um, for the end of FP2. So then in FP2, we had Sergio at the top, then Max, both Red Bulls, then both Ferraris of Carlos Sainz and Charles Leclerc. Pierre Gasly 
lovely man in fifth. Fernando Alonso, actually. He had a great weekend. Uh, foreshadowing here, he yeah, came he sixth in FP2. <laughs> um, then we had Antonio, Lando, Ocon, and Tsunoda. Yeah, so absent in the top ten, though, was the Mercedes, again. Um, yeah, um, what the hell were they doing? Um, what was it, 11th? And 16th. Okay, obviously Lewis is going to be ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but Valtteri Bottas, what? The slowest car other than Williams and Haas. Oh my gosh, true. <laughs> but I believe this practice session, like the re- bad results of it, made them change their wings to something with a higher downforce compared to like a uh, lower downforce they were running. So that way they could be faster through the middle sectors where the corners are more tight. Compromise a bit of speed along the straights, but that was okay because they were really missing out in the middle bit. So then we're on to the next day. It's Saturday. It's sunny and it's windy as it usually is in Baku. FP3 happened, um, <laughs> as did everything else. Yeah, if this was um, like um, an indication of the weekend as ever, I would look at FP3. Yeah, it was just a crazy, crazy session again. It was very um, frantic and interrupted. I think those were two things I noted while watching it. Like There was obviously the crashes that I'll get into. One crash and one virtual safety car. Yeah. But there were so, so many yellow flags. Like Throughout the weekend, there were just so, so, yeah. so many. And it really did interrupt a lot of things, especially like it screwed over quite a few people's laps because it was because of how the runoffs are. Drivers struggle to get it back if they can't do the fancy pirouette. Yeah, if they can't do that, they've got to do the reverse, and some of them don't reverse. <laughs> did you see who was it? I think it was was it Sonoda? Was like how do I put it in reverse? Someone asked <laughs> this weekend. I think it was Sonoda. I might be mistaken. It probably. Was. He, I mean, he's a rookie. But he also managed to do it in, like, the opening race. Like, he did it in Bahrain when he overshot the position and then had to reverse back. Do you remember? Oh. I don't know. But, like, fair enough. He had a lot going. Like, it, there's a lot happening and there's probably been a lot of changes to the car since then. But I remember someone being like, um, how do I put it in reverse? Because <laughs> they went off in a runoff area. <laughs> but anyway, actually, what actually happened in FP3, we didn't actually talk about anything. Oh, no, we haven't. So, um, <laughs> the first big incident, the first red flag of the weekend, I think it was, is when Max Verstappen crashed. Was it the first red flag of the weekend, this one? No, Latifi, Latifi brought it out in FP2. Oh, yeah, he did. This is, like, the first red flag for a crash, though. Yeah, so that was... I think he... I don't know whether, like, he broke... Crashed at turn 15. Yeah. I don't know whether he broke suspension, like, on the, like, front right, right or anything, like, the axle... I think it's axle. I don't know the terms. <laughs> um, like, the wheel holder on a... Um, I don't know whether that broke, but... <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. Did you just go with the axle and then just... You didn't feel confident, so you just switched to the wheel holder? <laughs> wheel holder on it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Beautiful. I approve. I'm not wrong. <laughs> you're not. You're just... We're trying to make this podcast as accessible to everyone, and if that means we say really colloquial terms like wheel holder, so be mm-hmm. it. I mean, it does its job. It is a wheel holder. It, it holds does the hold wheel the wheel. On. It does. You're not lying. Um, But yeah, I, I don't know whether that broke, um, or whether... Because I don't think he could find reverse either. I don't think his car... I mean, it might, <laughs> might have been something like wrong with getting it into reverse, but he just was stuck there. I feel like putting a car into reverse after you've crashed into a wall, though, is like the same equivalent of like, if you get stabbed, you're not supposed to take out the knife because there'll just be more blood afterwards. Like it's keeping the blood in. Like there's no point. You're screwed either way. You may as well not. This is a very, very bad metaphor to draw to analogy, whatever you're saying. But like, 
I feel like reversing the car out like has the potential for more damage because you could like run backwards over something or like bend something even more than it needs to be bent. You know. I mean, it was kind of like a head-on collision with the wall. It wasn't like a side. Okay. So, I feel like you could have just beep beep beep. But like, what if you like? I don't know. But yeah, that happened, and then shortly after the session restarted. It was restarted. <laughs> I think that's pretty Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Shortly after that, <laughs> the session was restarted and then George had a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you crying? <laughs> I'm just having a bit of a breakdown. Oh. <laughs> just like George Russell's car did. That's oh. a segue. <laughs> <laughs> um, there we go. We got had, it. He um, had something with the water pump and then the session was just stopped for a bit i think it was a virtual safety car yeah um who i think that was kind of it um oh no it wasn't pierre gasly the absolute legend sorry i get excited <laughs> oh my gosh i love him he topped yeah he topped the session but yeah i just can't believe what he did in that little alpha towery alpha is it i everyone was saying alpha tory and alpha towery it's towery yes i say towery so we say Terry on this podcast. I there was like a there was like an interview with some of the drivers on the grid and they were like Alpha Tory and I'm like I don't know. Maybe they know something we don't. Hurrah, we don't say Tory here. We're not a bunch of Tories here. No, it was mostly Lando, so he might just be British. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um also Alpha Tauri's Sonoda finished top ten in P eight. <gasps> he did. Yeah, he did really well this weekend. Yeah, because this was like looking good to like he hasn't made a Q3 appearance. Well, no. at this point he hadn't. But he and, and then I think he got one top 10 finish in Bahrain when he came P8, I think. Because he only had two points. Um, yeah, he, he had been a bit unlucky, to be honest. I think he had was, had been caught out by a few different incidents. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, I see Emily's like, Mercedes not faking a lack of pace? Question mark, question mark, question, question mark. No, I, I love the part that's just like, Horner responds to comments about how Mercedes wings are also flexing. If I were Toto, I would keep my mouth shut. And then Toto goes, Christian is a bit of a windbag who likes to be on camera. And then Emily just went, someone frame this, please. <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> oh my god, those two have like the most bizarre bromance. I feel like it's a bromance. I feel like it's an enemies, enemies to lovers to plot. Love is true. <laughs> yeah. Someone's opening up what pad as we speak. No, AO3. Just the next, the next um season of Drive to Survive is going to be a whole arc about how Toto and Christian go from enemies to lovers. There's going to be what will the after franchise is over. It's making way for this um, Christian <laughs> oh Horner Toto Wolf. Oh, it's going to be Will Buxton <laughs> all dramatic sitting Slow on a burn. chair. <laughs> He's going to be like, and then Toto turned to Christian. Anyway, dude, imagine Will Buxton narrating a fanfic. Ooh, <laughs> No way, no, I need that. Wait. That was <laughs> We should petition to get this Oh done. my gosh. Anyway, I think we're on to qualifying. Uh, yes. Um, well, before qualifying, Russell had to change his power unit, um, which is basically the engine of his car because of the water pump problem. So, Q1, commence. Um, also, uncommence because Stroll has ended up in the wall at turn 15. <laughs> And a red flag gets waved. I think the only person who would set a lap time was Charlie Boy. Charles Leclerc. <laughs> I don't know why I call him Charlie Boy. So, Stroll, put it in the wall at what turn? Turn 15. Red flag is waved. No one sets a lap besides Charles. And then we recommence 
and then, and then boom <laughs> Antonio Giovinazzi was like I like what Stroll did I think I'm gonna like just copy that like carbon yeah. copy it and ended up in the exact same wall at turn 15 I think turn 15 like needs a plaque it does it needs like a memorial a little memorial <laughs> um <laughs> instead of well done backwards well done turn 15 literally I saw this meme that was like who would win 20 of the fastest and most skilled drivers in, in the, the world wall. for a wall that does not move in the exact same position every single time <laughs> <laughs> so that was interrupted yet again luckily by the end of it everyone was able to set some lap times um, yeah. and the guys that we kind of expect to be demoted um, in this part in the session left so it was only three though because obviously um, two, two guys have now retired um, that would be Latifi Mick in a love heart and then Mazepin with a emoji <laughs> Mick <is> a love heart <laughs> yeah and because of that because of incident in Q1 Lando was to be investigated um, for infringing the red flag because he um, didn't come into the pit lane yeah I mean he was a bit annoyed about that but I like I don't it's it's, it's a penalty. Like, I feel like, as a driver, you should use a bit of common sense. This sounds like I'm just slandering him, but I just feel like they've had, like, these rules in for quite a while now. And so, like, surely he'll know not to, to another you know, lap. when there's a red flag, you come into the pits unless told otherwise. Yeah. And it's just something you do. It, it's a penalty. He deserved it. It happened. Move on. <laughs> yeah, so he as a consequence for that, got a three grid spot penalty, which we'll talk about later on. Which was like, it could have been a five, yeah, but they gave him some lenience because he did like, was aware of it, I think, or something. Like on the radio, he was like, uh, was I not supposed to come in? Or like, the, even the pit people were like, the pit people? His mechanics on the radio were like, oh, the, you know, everyone's just confused. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they were a bit confused. So then, Q2. There was a, a bit of a cheeky unsafe release um Vettel was released in front of a Red Bull and I'm pretty sure there was a radio message that was like angry so everyone's setting their lap times everyone's trying to get into Q3 yeah everyone's pumping out the best they can and then we have yeah I think you can say this because it's your driver it's my driver oh my god it's my driver I've never had Daniel Ricciardo refer to him as my <laughs> driver but I will take it um I don't know why I'm so excited for the disappointment he just displayed but Daniel goes into the barriers <laughs> Red flag is brought out. Session ends early. It wasn't turn 15, though. Yeah, I was going to ask, was that turn 15? <laughs> um, no, it wasn't. It was turn three, four. One of them. Anyway, so that ended the session early, which oh. meant it ruined a lot of people's flying laps. So Seb couldn't make it into Q3 because he was in P11 at the time trying to best it um, when the red flag was brought out. But we did get like a couple of cool cool like we got um oh. yuki into q3 for the first time which was really lovely to see because he had a much stronger weekend this weekend the alpha Tauris were like out of sync from some of the others and so they were able to set a really really fast lap time before the crash like without interruptions they were able to do it yeah. without interruptions basically and so pierre gasly was like he was like up there and so was yuki they were just really really quick both of them yeah and then, so then we get to Q3, and guess what? <laughs> Red flags are not over. So everyone's doing their business. Um, some people getting some cheeky toes. I feel like Hamilton got a lot of toes from people. Yeah, I so I do know a bit about the towing and who was towing who. 
So the Mercedes both did two warm-up laps with their tyres rather than one like everyone else was doing. And so Lewis Hamilton gave a toe to Charles Leclerc. Um, and so that's why Charles was really, really quick. And then when the Mercedes did theirs, Bottas was giving Hamilton a toe, which meant Hamilton was up in P2, whereas Bottas was like... The time was good enough for eight, which was the slowest at the time because the Alvataris hadn't set their time yet. And so it was just... The toe was... It was just very obviously important here. Like, you needed a toe if you wanted to be on pole. Yeah. Like, the pole time wouldn't have been set without a toe of some kind. I don't know the exact number of tenths that it gave you. Yeah, there was... <laughs> there was a red flag um, <laughs> that came out. Uh, the way you said the that. Alpha Tauris had set their... <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, so everyone had set one lap time... But the lap time that Valtteri Bottas had set was rubbish. He was 10th. But there was a red flag. Um, Ferrari master plan? Yes. Um, <laughs> no, it wasn't. Um, Yuki Tsunoda um, hit the wall where Daniel did. Um, three. And then literally moments after, so Yuki crashed Carlos was the car behind him. Yeah, spooked Carlos. And Carlos signs just... <laughs> and he just kind of like spun. And I think he hit his front wing. But, like, he went off the runoff arrow. He didn't collide into yeah. Yuki because everyone thought that they had, like, hit each other when it was just two separate incidents at the exact same time. Yeah. <laughs> but there wasn't enough time at the end of the session, uh, which meant that it was ended and pole position went to uh, Charles Leclerc for the second time in a row. By a crash. <laughs> because Max was getting purple sectors. Oh, yeah, yet again. Um... But it wasn't his crash this time. No, it wasn't his crash. It was his teammate. Yeah. <laughs> and then Emily wrote, This qualifying equals the record for the most red flags in quality. She was lost in Hungary 2016, which is insane. Oh my gosh, yeah. I, it could have been a lot more, I feel like. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. So Max was understandably Pissed. angry. <laughs> yeah. Because his championship rival was starting ahead. Yeah, because qualifying was... P1 was Charles, P2 was Hamilton... Um, P3 Verstappen, P4 Gasly, who equaled his best qualifying start. Um, five Sainz, six Norris, seven Perez, eight Tsunoda, nine Alonso, and ten Bottas. And I can't be bothered to do the rest. <laughs> I'll do the rest. So Sebastian Vettel was 11th, Esteban Ocon was 12th, Daniel Ricciardo was 13th, Kimi Raikkonen was 14th, George Russell was 15th, Nicholas Atifa was 16th, Mick Schumacher was 17th, Nikita Mazepin was 18th. Lance Stroll would be starting 19th because he left the pits before Antonio Giovinazzi. And then Antonio, Gi Antonio Giovinazzi <laughs> would be starting in 20th uh, from last. Um, with penalties applied, Lando Norris was starting P9. Yeah. So he had the three, he had three grid place penalty. Yeah, three place grid penalty. He had that. And so Sergio Perez, Yuki Tsunoda and Fernando Alonso were all promoted up a spot, which was fun for them. Uh, I think that might have been Fernando's best qualifying of the season so far, I want to say. Sure. <laughs> um, I could be completely wrong. I think it was also Yuki's best qualifying then. Oh yeah, because he hadn't made it into Q3 before. Yeah. This was his first Q3 appearance, which, you know, ended with a bang. But, like, he's, you know, starting ahead of a Mercedes. Yeah. That means that's, something, that's right? <laughs> a, lot, a lot of people had a great time with Mercedes bragging rights this weekend. Saying they could finish before a Mercedes. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about some of the jokes after the race because some of them were just... <laughs> yeah. I think I sent you a couple on Instagram. That was great. Um. So, wait, that also meant that Lando got three penalty points to his license. 
which means he's on eight. Eight. Which he's at the top. Yeah. <laughs> uh... <laughs> he has the most. So if he gets 12, he has a race ban. Um, but luckily for him, in either, I think it might be a few weeks' time, a couple weeks or a month and a bit, two of those points will be removed because it's been a year. They get removed from your uh, record after a year. And so I think his, it was actually like Austria last, the beginning of last season, which we had starting halfway through the year. Yeah. Yeah, that was just... He's got to just hopefully keep a bit of his reins on, but then at the same time, a race ban might just spice things up. Yeah, but not when we want McLaren to come P3 and the Constructors. Yeah, they... Yeah. Okay, I get that. <laughs> Do, are they, like, allowed to replace the driver? Or have they just got to have, like, no driver? Do you I have no idea, actually. Has it ever happened? Maybe with Maldonado, like, back in the olden days. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I don't... Yeah, I have no idea what would happen. I think he might have just had a race ban anyway without penalty points. <laughs> so we're on to the race. Um, so... Before the race even started, Max had to change his soft tyres because there was some paint on them. Like, so the set the set he used to set the fastest time in Q2, he went on the way bridge and then he got paint on them. Um, I don't know that how that happens, but he had to have the tyres changed. And the tyres that he changed to were the same condition, but they had only done one lap compared to like Lewis and Charles ahead of him who had like a couple of laps. It was like a bit of an advantage but they were technically the same condition so it wasn't a disadvantage to anyone else. Yeah. And then on the way to the grid, Daniel Ricciardo had a bit of a ooh, 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 um, at turn 16 this time, you know, likes to like keep us on our toes and mix up what <laughs> corner he goes off at. But he was like completely fine, there's no damage, no nothing. I think it was just a wind a wind caught him by surprise or something. <laughs> um. So then we line up and we get one, two, three, four, five lights out. <laughs> Away we go. So Leclerc was leading. The top three stayed the same. And then, uh, do you know why Russell pitted on lap two? Yeah. Um. So basically, the hard tires. I think they were bagging on like a safety car because you know, obviously, during a race, you have to have a mandatory pit stop. Yeah. Or like mandatory tire change. Yeah. And so they were like, if we get this out of the way as quickly as possible, so they've got the tire change and we don't have to change later on they could possibly use a future safety car to like drag them around and like help them make Punch the tires last up. to the end. Yeah. It would be a stretch to make them last to the end. And we'll talk about the tires later on because they play a huge part in this race. Yeah. But he pitted it was like strategy. It wasn't a problem or anything. It was it should just mix things up. Okay. You know, if they've had that mandatory pit stop and everyone else has to pit around them, they can technically be ahead. And yeah, control yeah, yeah. They won't be leading or anything. It's not like that good of a strategy, but <laughs> they would have been. They could have got some points if it would have worked out. Yeah. Yeah, and then I think Antonio Giovinazzi pitted shortly after. Yeah, but and speaking of Antonio Giovinazzi, he was like this man. I don't know how to feel about him because sometimes I feel like he does quite bad, but then sometimes I feel like he does quite good. But he was up five places, like off the start. I think he looks like Jesus. Oh, but beautiful. Like, did you see him in Monaco when they had that little, like, weird driver, like, fashion runway thing? Giovinazzi literally looked like <laughs> the most beautiful man in the world. He's Italian. It's It makes sense. <laughs> but Sergio Perez was the biggest gainer, or, like, one of the biggest gainers, other than Antonio, obviously. Yeah. On the first lap, because he it was, like, the biggest gainer that meant more, because he went from P6 to P4. He managed to overtake Carlos Sainz and Pierre Gasly. So that was exactly what Red Bull wanted him to do because he was there or thereabouts with Max. Yeah. 
um, so they could really use having two Red Bulls to their advantage, ra- like whereas Mercedes had one in second and then one not even in the points. Lando Norris had a bad start, like a poor, poor start. He dropped back to 11th and he he was battling Daniel Ricciardo. Oh, I'm yeah. pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was. We're on to lap three. <laughs> so Hamilton zooms by, no DRS assistance, just straight fire. <laughs> takes the lead from Leclerc to become P1, mm-hmm. which was upsetting, um, but you know, well deserved. It was good racing. It was. It was. It was gonna happen. He had a fast car. Yeah. Did you see that there was like one of the commentators was like, that was the most laps led in the entire by Ferrari for like the last two seasons, and it's fucking hilarious because it was only two laps that they led. <laughs> I was like, no. I was like, okay, Crofty. <laughs> No need to rub salt in the wound. I will not accept Ferrari slander here. <laughs> it was funny. Only Valtteri Bottas. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he managed to get by. I think it was an inevitable thing. So it was going to yeah. happen because Ferrari usually have like pace in like quality recently, but then they kind of lose it a bit during the race. And having such a long straight was going to help Mercedes out anyway. Yeah. And yeah, it was just kind of like a waiting game. Um, Max was the fastest one of the three in front, so it was like only a matter of time before he also got past Charlie Boy, Charles. Um, but yeah, before that happened, we had a retirement from Esteban Ocon on lap four with a loss of power. Um, I think there might have been a yellow flag, maybe, but I don't think it was interrupting anything because it happened along the straight or near the end, start of the straight, so he just went straight into the pits and retired yeah. there. There was no safety car, no nothing. And I thought in that moment, oh my god, this is going to be the most boring Grand Prix yeah. in Baku. <laughs> or it's not going to be boring, like there were overtakes, but it's just going to be like the classic Ham Verstappen battle again. Um, and it'll be a lot, I thought it was going to be a lot of the same, uh, like one lap they'll overtake and the next lap they'll get overtaken again. So like, just kind of swap here and like, you know, swapping around, like leapfrog. Yeah. Know? But um, no, that didn't happen. I mean, it did a little bit, but not majorly. Yeah. Okay, well, lap seven. <laughs> Verstappen gets <laughs> yeah. by Leclerc. So, oh, yeah. Sorry. Verstappen's in P2. Leclerc's yeah. down in P3. Like, just losing places every single second that we speak. Um, Tsunoda also passed Alonso for P7. And then, just to make it even worse, yeah, just quickly in lap eight, then Perez passed Leclerc for P3. So then Leclerc was just slipping places. He was like, I'm done. Yeah. Did Yuki actually say yes? Was Yuki angry again? Did we get angry Yuki? We got angry Yuki. Um, who told his race engineer to shut up. Why? Do you know why? I think he was just talking. He was like, no, I don't need you. (laughs) (laughs) I think it was his race engineer, but I feel like it was his race engineer telling him to pit. Because then he pit afterwards. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, we kind of need you to pit, mate. I don't know. I don't think it was. Anyway, it probably wasn't. So, there was anger. Who knows with Yuki? It could be anything. I feel like we can't we can't possibly talk about every single pit that happened because no. there were a lot. There's twenty cars. A lot of people started pitting at, at like around lap ten ish. Let's just say that. No, we do need to talk about Hamilton's. Yeah, but the important ones. Um, so Charles pitted first, and Hamilton. So Hamilton yeah. came into the pit. Oh, I made a note of it. Okay, so he came into the pit, and his pit stop was four point six seconds, which is terrible. I don't know which tire it was that had problems, but no, it wasn't a tire. It was unsafe release. If because he was gonna, yeah, because he was gonna get like into Gasly if he got released. So we had to, they had to hold him on for a couple more seconds. Hamilton pitted, it was slow. And then, 
he had been doing a zoomy zoomy lap because he had clean air in front of him. He was like, wow, this is my time to shine. And boy, was it his time to shine. He was zooming around there. Um, <laughs> ah, panic, zooming. Um, so then he pits. It was a sub two second pit stop. It was 1.9, if I'm not mistaken. So it was the fastest pit stop of the race. Yeah, which meant he came out ahead of Hamilton, exiting the pits. Yes, and then Perez is like the god of tyres. Like He looks after his tyres better than anyone else on the track. And so he was able to push. Can I mention something? If you search tyre care, what is it? Tyre care center on Google. You know the first image is Perez. You have to spell center the American way. Ew, the American way. Oh. Yeah, but I just... Did you get it? Can you please stop? <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> Two pictures of Perez. Everyone I recommend going through that. Because of Reddit, oh my god. Yeah, because Reddit was like, upvote this. <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh, that is iconic. I'm sorry if you can hear my cat, he is... That's alright. He needs attention, and I'm not going to give it to him. <laughs> anyway, so then Perez came in for a pit stop. Yes, it was slightly slow. I think there was a problem with a wheel gun. That they mm -hmm. had to use a backup wheel gun. Some team, one of them had a problem with one of their wheel guns and had to use a backup wheel gun. And I want to say Red Bull because they were like, oh, we can't have it happen if Max comes in. So they were like, um, but again, I could be completely wrong. But I think it was. I think I'm right. Yeah, so it was a little slow. He still was ahead of Hamilton. Of Hamilton in P3 because was it Sebastian Vettel that was leading? <laughs> I don't know. Yes. Oh, no. Yes, it was. I think it um, was. One second. I took a photo of it. I'm sure. Yeah, Sebastian Vettel was leading the Grand Prix because he hadn't pitted. The first time Esteban was leading a race. It was beautiful. Then then there was just like nothing that happened for like a couple of laps. And I, and I was thinking like, oh, no, this race is going to be boring. That was all the action. Oh, I did some bullying. Um, I saw that. Because Valtteri's engineer was like... Valtteri, we can get fifth! And I was just like, no, you cannot. <laughs> in what like universe? In, like, he was out of the points at this point. I yeah. think he was behind Norris at this point, and he just could not get past Norris. And they were like, come on, Valtteri, you've got this, you've got this. Um, I feel like Valtteri could have it if he had one of the Haas engineers, a uh, mixed engineer, like, you know, <laughs> giving him the encouragement. I feel like that would really help him out. So if they want to do like a, um, a swap. swap that. Yeah. But imagine if you could just do like a like a stupid race day where everyone like swaps cars and swaps engineers and you know, wouldn't that be fun? I I remember I had this like idea like ages ago. I was like, you know, like pick it out of the hat, like the World Cup kind of thing. This is with this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like Daniel Ricardo is with Williams or like something. <laughs> or like, and then you also pick the race engineer, so you can be like, you get the three pairing. Oh, Bono. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Daniel Bono Williams. Um, lap twenty four. Bottas goes wide at turn sixteen. <laughs> just more. I'm uh, just insulting him at this point. And then I said, I don't know why I'm so mean to him, but it's just so easy and funny. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to be more reserved because I do feel kind of bad for him. I'm, sh I'm, I'm trying to remember that they're all people. No, no, I do not. <laughs> they're all people. What? They're people? They're people. <gasps> Believe it or not, the fastest racers in the world are actually people. And they could be attainable. Because <laughs> apparently Daniel Ricciardo is mine. He is yours. You can have him. Thanks. Um, and then, this, yeah, this is when I was like, oh, it's going to be like, ugh. Yeah. Snooze fest. Mazepin had a lock up. What's new? He didn't crash this weekend. Oh no, he did. He did spin. He did spin in FP1. He crashed in FP1. Oh, did he? It was like a minor crash though. He dismissed oh. it. But did you see F F1 posted a video on their Instagram being like comparison of Mazepin and Monaco to here, where his race engineer was like, 
okay, put it, please put it in position, like, C85, C85. And Mazepin's just freaking out, and Monaco yeah. being like, <laughs> he's like, what? What do you mean? What number? Repeat number. And they're like, 8585, when you have a chance, no rush. And he's like, no, you're having a laugh. It's Monaco, I can't do that. <laughs> and then in FP1, they, they told him to, like, put it in, like, position, like, C87. And he's like, done. I can do it now. We're not racing a Monaco. I just thought that was funny. It was pretty cute. Um, no, I will not laugh at him. No, no. like, it was funny, though. It was. But then shit, shit hit the fan. It was like, oh, you want drama? Um, that's the exact noise Lance Stroll's car made as it uh-huh. hit the bar. He was making up for last weekend when he didn't... Not last weekend, last race when... Like he ruins the I only saw the, overtake. Like, Lance Stroll folding his arms, coming up on the screen. I'm like, what? <laughs> anyway, so Stroll crashed because for ages he was not moving. Like I know yeah. he couldn't move because it wasn't safe. I think he was just in shock, and honestly, I would be as well. They were not showing him like a, a like driver cam on the, the TV on- for a while. Like, so it was just, like, him in the pits, and I'm like, can you please just show, like, the driver cam so we can see that he's actually moving? But, yeah, it was pr- it was a really nasty crash. Um, and his radio was, like, so panicked. He was, like, calling for a red flag because he was on the fastest part of the circuit. Yeah. The, around the corner slightly, so it isn't a blind spot, but if a driver's not paying as much attention as they should be to yellow flags and such, it could have been so, so dangerous. Yeah, and it was right before the pits as well, so... Yeah, so the pit lane was closed during that safety car period. Oh, do we want to mention why he crashed? (laughs) It was a left rear tyre failure. And Pirelli at the moment, at the time of recording, don't know what caused it. Like, oh no, he must have hit some debris! Um, No, he did not. Um, I don't think they know. They haven't released anything, I don't think. So I don't think they, like... They might know and they might not just be telling us, but it's definitely, in my professional opinion, because um, I have one of those, It's it's got to be a tyre failure, like a Pirelli problem. It's not a Lance Stroll problem. The tyres, they yeah. said, were going to last for 40 laps. This was lap 31. No, that shouldn't have happened. And he's lucky that he didn't flip the car. Lucky he didn't get launched in the car. Mm. He's like just very, very lucky. That could have ended genuinely so horribly because those are like concrete walls. Yeah. There's no padding, no nothing, because cars aren't supposed to crash on the there. Straight. Like it's not it's not a bit of track that you're gonna like misjudge a braking zone or anything. It's just I don't think I also don't think they the Formula One did enough. I feel like they should have red flagged it then. Like I know they couldn't get into the pits, but I feel like there was a way around they could have red flagged it yeah. and changed the tires at the first sign of it being a tire failure but they didn't and that meant we had something happen yeah so we got a safety yeah, there car was, right before that there was a gasly problem i say right before that gasly reported a loss in power but it was so brief it was like the most brief thing and then he was like, oh no my bike <laughs> carry on so safety car was deployed because of that crash and then because it was right at the pit straight um and pit entry it was blocking the entrance to the pits so no one could do like a cheeky pit stop which i don't know maybe that maybe that ruined <laughs> George Russell's strategy. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that did not play into his hands at all. Um, um, I was just going to say, like, how during the safety car period we had some more team radio between 
the pit wall and Michael Massey. And this was McLaren. This was McLaren like snitching on Yuki Tsunoda. And I think I'm going to mention it now rather than like later on when it happened because I don't know whether it happened then or like during the next red flag or the, the red flag that happened later on. One. But um, basically they were like, it was like, oh, everyone was speeding during the um, yeah. double yellow flag. So everybody should be penalised. And that, that shut them up. <laughs> Yeah, because they were like, um, Yuki didn't slow down enough for the double yellow. And then oh. they, I think McLaren came back and tried to be like, yeah, but he did it yeah. more. <laughs> yeah. I think they were like, no, but he was more dramatic or drastic. Anywho, that was funny. That was just cool to see some stitch. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah. And then oh, the pit lane was opened on lap 34. Um, and then Fernando Alonso pitted and so did Antonio Giovinazzi. George Russell and Mick Schumacher, so like the lower down guys, nothing too fancy. Oh, we had some Lewis complaints, as we usually do. Um, Lewis being like, oh no, I don't have any tyres left, oh no, my tyres are gone. <laughs> I don't think they were gone, I think he was just like stressing, because like he wasn't winning. <laughs> yeah. Mick Schumacher had a dodgy pit stop, um, where his tyre was fitted incorrectly, <laughs> so he had to be rolled back. That was funny. I don't think he got a penalty for that. I think the team would have got a fine because he didn't like impede any I mean, it was an unsafe release, but I felt like it was the team's fault rather than Mick's fault. So and then I put ha ha ha, even after that, he's ahead of Mazepin. <laughs> even after being rolled back into his pit box to refit his tire, he was still ahead of his teammate. It's it's just another level with Mazepin. Hold up. How did Sebastian Vettel get up to P4? I don't not know. <laughs> I do not know. <laughs> oh, he was being so so quick um before his pit stop so I don't think he came out too far like back I think he was like 7th 8th like 6th 7th 8th like he was within that like Yuki Tsunoda um battle and it was another Williams Williams Mercedes battle between <laughs> Bottas and Russell yeah um and then we were just talking about how George deserved the Mercedes seat at this point in the race we were all hoping for a Vettel podium because it was so tantalizingly close we literally just needed Verstappen, Hamilton, or Perez. Like, something needed to happen, ideally to Hamilton. Because I think we all wanted to see Max keep his world championship, but we wanted Vettel on the podium. And then I mentioned how that no one was worrying about the tyres popping. Because <laughs> Pirelli was like, guys, it's all okay. It won't happen again. Like, oh. ugh, you don't have to stress about it. And... It was at that point that I was like, oh, it's going to settle down. So I turned my phone off and then I think I went to open Instagram or something and I streamed the race. So I'm like slight delay and I got a message notification on the Discord chat that we have where we like keep track of the lap and <laughs> Emily just put Verstappen crashes on the main street. I'm like, what? <laughs> I could not wrap my head around it when it first happened. I was like, this is going to be a joke. She's like lying. She's teasing me or she got it wrong. Maybe it was yeah. Vettel crashing on the street when he was in a battle with somebody. No, no, it, it was Verstappen. Uh-huh. He had a comfortable lead, but his lead was completely ruined when, like Stroll, he had a left rear tyre failure. And so he, like, jerked into the wall. Like, he was just, there was no way yeah. to avoid an incident there. Very, very high-speed crash. Very dangerous. Again, lovely and great to see him walk away oh, my without God. injury. Yeah. Of Max gets out of the car. Yeah, and there was a safety car for two laps. And he does his little Max Tanty. He had a little tantrum. Oh yeah, he kicked the wheel. He kicked the wheel. I, you know what? I was literally watching that though, and I was waiting for him to kick the wheel because I swear to you, he does it like every single time there's a tire failure. Like what was it last year? One of the Italian races, and I was just, I was like, as he got out of the car, I was like, is he gonna kick it? Is he gonna kick it? And then he did, and I was like, 
okay all is right in the world it is as how it should be <laughs> and then on lap 48 the red flag was brought out and nicholas atifi was put under investigation for something that was so that was his engineer's fault, 100%. As Emily said, he is a Timbit, um, which is the middle part of a Canadian donut. First, we were kind of like Nick, like we were like <laughs> making fun of Nicholas Tifa, like, how do you like um, a Timbit is the middle bit of a donut? Oh my apparently. god. Because I called him a donut first, and then she was like, haha, Timbit, like culture. Is that because Tim, is that because of Tim Hortons? You know how they have Tim Hortons, which is like all donuts? Who? Do you know Tim Hortons in Canada? It's like that. No. Tim Hortons is their like very famous donut chain. Oh, is it like Krispy Kreme? Yeah, yeah, it's like Krispy Kreme. And I'm guessing a Timbit is like how they franchise and how they've named the little donut holes part. Like, so it's a little Timbit because it's called Tim Hortons. Uh... I'm going to guess. So, um, yeah, it wasn't his fault. It was his race engineer because his race engineer was like, stay out, stay out, stay out. And so Nicholas Tiffy did. Because stay out means don't come into the pit. But his race engineer meant come into the pits, but don't go into the pit box. Yeah, which was so stupid. And poor Latifi was so confused. He was like, Wait, what? You just told me to stay out. That means stay out. I feel so sorry for him. And um, that's when we had the Michael Massey calling everyone out. And then also we heard that Red Bull literally called like Michael Massey or FIA or whatever. It was like, hey, we had no indication that the tire was going to pop. You might want to red flag it so everyone can change their tires. Yeah, that was really, really good Red Bull. Yeah, because like what that probably should have happened when Stroll crashed because it was the exact same thing. But then I was sitting there like, this race ends in lap 51. We have a red flag on lap 48. I was like... <laughs> okay well this is the podium this is it this has been decided it's gonna be we have two laps of race it's gonna be perez win which i'm happy for but then it's just gonna be hamilton and so then i think it was the Vettel. heartbreak i felt because i was like verstappen's gonna lose his championship lead yeah i was so so distraught lewis was gonna take it again i was like this is not how it's supposed to be i cannot deal with this i was like having a bit of a breakdown generally like on the verge of tears and also on the verge of tears how beautiful george russell looked in that <laughs> golden lighting that they showed yeah everyone changed tires uh i think everyone went for the soft um and sebastian vettel had a new set of soft because he didn't qualify for q3 he had the fresh set of softs that he would have used in q3 but he had the better tires out of everyone else around him and that gave him such an advantage i had to have like a little panic pee just so that way i didn't wet myself during the restart if anything dramatic <laughs> happened and i'm so glad that i did <laughs> yeah i made tea um yeah so then we restarted but obviously because they decided it will be a standing start we needed to have another formation lap, which was going to eat away at yet another lap of the race when there's only freaking three to go. I'm glad it was a standing start, though. Oh, I'm glad it was a standing start, too. <laughs> Just oh, before the lights out, there was a lot of smoke coming from a particular car. Smoke coming from Hamilton's brake. Seems like his brakes were overheating. Were looking a little bit smoky, but that shouldn't have caused too many problems. No, but it, it was just a bit like, oh, yeah, that's a lot. But we get the restart. I was like, oh, maybe I'll have like a lock up. Yeah, so we get the restart and Perez swerves to the left, trying to block off Hamilton. I thought that was a dangerous maneuver, my good sir. I didn't care. I was like, please, Perez, do what you need to do. Oh no, I was happy with this. Hamilton had a magic button or something. Yeah, that magic little button. Hamilton. Something magic um, wasn't activated or was activated. And so he could not break in time for the first corner. He went straight off at turn one, had to do a loop round and started the last two laps of the race 
laugh. It was just insane. Obviously, I felt bad for him because I am kind of a Lewis fan, but at the same time, I'm more of a Max Verstappen Red Bull fan. So I was like, oh my god, the championship lead is still his. <laughs> yeah, that's. I think that's literally it. It's like once Max crashed, we weren't just like, oh. Christ's sake, like, you know, Hamilton's gonna get back up to, you know, P1 in the championship, and it's gonna be, like, such a struggle to get like, back. You know what? It was just an obsolete race where, like, the championship wasn't really affected. <laughs> got out, so then it was just like, we oh. can just enjoy it now, without being yeah. stressed. <laughs> Aside from the Lewis thing, we had a battle for P3. Seb was now in P2. He Yay. had the podium too, and the P3 was between Gasly, Leclerc, and Lando. I think Charles got past Pierre on the straight but then Pierre retook and Mick three places off the point I was just yeah. like oh my god I just couldn't quite believe it everyone did really well Bottas was going backwards at the restart so he was no longer in the point as they crossed the line it was Perez who won his first win for Red Bull and 25 crucial points to Red Bull above Mercedes in the championships who didn't score any point since Austria 2018. What happened in Austria 2018? They both had a double DNF because it was like a really, really hot race and everyone's engines were blowing up. Oh. I say blowing up, they were just dying. Oh yeah, first race since like 2013 where neither Hamilton or Verstappen or Bottas scored a point. Yeah. Crazy. I just, oh that stat I couldn't deal with. So yeah, Perez P1, Sebastian Vettel P2 with Aston Martin. The old Seb is well and truly back. He did some amazing like overtakes in the race and he got driver of the day very deservingly. Yeah. Because that was just like such a pleasure to watch him. It was so exciting. Yeah. And they have, they've introduced this new thing for driver of the day where they talk to the driver of the day over team radio. That was so funny. And he was like, how did you get my number? <laughs> she was like, haha, I'm going to be your new race engineer. And I was like, what? <laughs> But anyway, yeah, then P3 was um, Pierre, because after the last couple of laps of beautiful racing by both Charles, Pierre, and Land, like, Lando was in there for a bit, but, like, not really. But, like, that, for me, those last two laps between them two was the most exciting thing to watch. Absolutely, like, top-tier racing for me. I was stressed for all the right reasons. Yeah. I wasn't stressed because it was, like, dangerous. I was stressed because it was exciting and thrilling. And it was exciting and thrilling because it wasn't, like, Hamilton and Verstappen. There was nothing to be stressed about. It was, like, a bit of fun. Um, I was just going to do the rest of it. So Leclerc, Charles Leclerc P4, Lando Norris P5, Fernando Alonso P6. Um, fantastic. He loves Baku. Then it was Yuki Tsunoda in Woo! P7. Uh, great for him. Point. Nice finish. Carlos Sainz in P8. A bit disappointing, but he had an incident earlier on in the race. He flat spotted his tyre really early on and then was struggling. Daniel Ricciardo P9. Bit disappointing, but I'll take it as points. Yeah. And then Kimi Raikkonen sealed the last point in P10. Valtteri Bottas was only good enough for 12th or fair and square. He didn't have any problems with this car. It was just poor. The only cars to finish behind him were Mick Schumacher, Nikita Mazepin, Lewis Hamilton, who went off, and Nicholas Latifi, who had a 10-second drive-through penalty. And George Russell retired, but instead of joining onto the back of the grid, I think he just poured into the pits. Yeah. There was a little bit of action between the two Hasses, I think, at the very end. Oh, yeah. Mick Schumacher got very annoyed at Nikita Mazepin. Because Mick, I think, overtook Mazepin on, like, the last lap. But Mazepin... Like swerved dangerously, so Mick was in his slipstream, and then he swerved dangerously to try and defend. It was a bit dangerous, but then we had the beautiful podium and the beautiful celebrations. Like I don't think there oh, was like a person who was upset at all. Like maybe Mercedes, 
but like Aston Martin was happy for Perez. You know, Perez was happy for Vettel. Like, Pierre like, was happy just because it's freaking Pierre. Oh, there were so many hugs. It was so pure. Everyone was congratulating everyone. It was so beautiful. Because obviously Perez used to be at Aston Martin. And so like they were all celebrating each other. Seb is like friends with everyone on the grid. So everyone was like congratulating Seb. I'm just so, so happy. I think he really needed this. This is going to boost his confidence. Yeah. I think Monaco boosted Seb's conf confidence. And yeah. this is boosted his confidence even more. And we are going to see more Seb. Because Aston Martin were not looking strong he heading into this weekend. No. But somehow they did it. And, you, and then you were like, I feel bad for Bottas. I was like, okay, good for you. <laughs> I mean, I, I do feel bad for oh. him. Just because oh. I feel bad. Not because I don't yeah. think he's racing well, but I feel bad for all the hate he's going to get. But also, did you see Schumacher's message to his engineer where he's like, where did Seb finish? <laughs> did you hear that? Like after he crossed the line. No, I didn't. Yeah, after he crossed the line, he asked his engineer. He was like, oh, Seb, like, P2 for Seb, that's so great. It was so cute. I'm gonna cry. <laughs> I love the little, like, mentor. But yeah, luckily for Mac, because Lewis didn't get any points, his championship lead is maintained. I'm sure he would have preferred to have the additional points for finishing ahead of Lewis. Um, but, you know, he has to take what he can. Uh, Red Bull now have 26-point lead over Mercedes. Yes. Uh, Max Verstappen got the fastest lap, so he took the fastest lap away from anyone, so no one got an additional point because he DNF'd and didn't finish in the top 10. Uh, I think that's really it, other than like just everyone congratulating Seb and everyone else on the podium. Like, I don't, Max was really happy for Checo. Max came up to Perez in the post interview and he's like, Oh, you're a bit sweaty. And he like gave him a hug and was like, Congrats, it was, it was nice. Yeah, I wrote in the chat that Max and Checo hug has completed me. It was a very pleasant surprise that it ended the way it did. Yeah. Well done, Baku. That well is done. literally yeah. all I can say. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, the one photo of Max kicking his tire, and then in the back it says hashtag experience Azerbaijan with his like car, like crashed in the front. Did you see that? I I did. <laughs> oh, the, also the one about he's got a lot of rear Lewis Hamilton over yes! the team radio, <laughs> <laughs> and then it was like showing like Lawrence Stroll. Um, <laughs> it's like showing Lawrence Stroll's house. I was like, what is happening? Oh my god, it was amazing. Yeah, this was this was a good race. I will be re-watching this one for sure. Yeah, and so the next race weekend is poor Ricards. We've got to brush up on our French because we said we were going to say 2021 in French. Oh, mm, <laughs> oh god, okay. And poor Ricards kind of a snooze fest, um, full offence. It's usually not the most exciting Grand Prix. It's kind of like a Barcelona um, but we, who knows? It's a crazy season so far. Who knows what can happen? We might have some drama. Um, we might have a few spins here and there. There was the little post-race interview where Vettel, they were talking about peeing in their car. Did you see that? <laughs> oh, the peeing in the seat. Yeah. Because oh, yeah, half the grade pees in their seat. And he was like, I do not pee in my seat. <laughs> <laughs> He protested a bit too much. Yeah. And I think on that, we should end it. Uh, also, a quick mention of the blog that we yes. have attached with the podcast that can be viewed on the website. I've start, I'm going to start doing more for it. And we've got uh, a few more people involved now. A few lovely, lovely women to get involved. And yeah, we've got some lovely writers. Keep like writing content. So there will be some more like diverse and exciting things to come. So please do check that out if you can. You don't want to miss it. And if you do want to be a part of it, uh, please do get in touch. Because the more the merrier. We're happy people. And it's like a really great space for females in motorsport so it's really awesome yeah if you want to like do something like in sports journalism this would be like a great thing to have under your belt as practice yeah i think it's a great experience i mean i may be biased because, <laughs> but it's great uh please do get involved or just interact and just you know read <laughs> yeah um yeah i think that's it so like rate review share is that what you usually say <laughs> I, I, dude i don't know it changes every single day 
Um, tell a friend. Um, stay safe, stay healthy, stay vibing. Toodles. And well done, Baku. So well done, Baku. <laughs>